we don't watch the movie immediately and then talk about it. Speak well, at least yourself. I don't. I've, uh, you sent the Zoom link, and I was five minutes left in this movie. Yeah, well, you know what? That's on you. <laughs> I mean... I usually put, like, 24 hours in between. Today, I didn't. I watched it. I finished at 3.30. But still, that was enough time for me to, you know enjoy my life again before i had to talk about one of these movies i I put less than 24 seconds between watching this movie and coming here yeah no wonder you hate them so much i mean i don't always do that Mm -hmm. but yeah last time was i don't think we hated it right no that's true yeah i we we gave the last one all thumbs i don't even remember what we did last time don't don't remind me don't remind (laughs) me we all gave it thumbs you know Oops, I'm all thumbs today. Oops, all <laughs> thumbs. <laughs> Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, Disney Channel, Tipsy Battle, yeah! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the decoms from A to Xenon. My name's Brandon. Brandon want Apple. Give Brandon Apple. <laughs> My name is James, and <laughs> that's a visual only. I was doing sign language. Uh, <laughs> oh, my name is Brendan, and either she goes or I go. She being the monkey. My name is Ryan, and I'm an ape that lives in a house. <laughs> so you're my favorite ape. That's not true. You have other apes that you should like more, actually. Yeah, well, I'm a little spoiled. How you guys doing? How's everybody? Um, we should rename this podcast to Three Men and a Baby. Ooh, who's the baby? I want to be the baby. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. me the man. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Gender's a spectrum, but just, baby is forever. It's just been a while since we've gotten truly tipsy on the tipsy panel. Yeah, you're you're right. And I really wish I could be right now. But guess what, world? I've got COVID again. Brandon has the novel coronavirus disease. And guys, it's his do you know anyone, time. Do you know anyone else who's had COVID twice now? Yes. Uh, um, probably. Other than uh, fucking uh, Yara Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. I was yeah, just thinking Bolsonaro. <laughs> Can you think of another person? Uh, yes, but I can't say who it is. Has, he, has he Tom Hank a very exclusive club. Has Tom Hank had, had COVID twice at this point? Yeah, he has. I get a memo now for we're in the mm. we're in the two Kovi club, and yeah, he's he gets the he gets the newsletter. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Then you, yeah. Tom Hank, and Jair Bolsonaro. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's nice. Uh and and controversial Fauci. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's Fauci Fauci got him twice. That's just because he's out there kissing everyone who has it because he feels so bad for them. Yeah. What a scientist. What a researcher. <laughs> well, the only reason I've stayed healthy is because I get vaccinated twice a week. Oh, how many are you at now? Um I think I mean it's been two years since this all has gone down, so I'm at at least hundred and four. Damn, um, your blood must be so thick. Yeah, my blood looks like strawberry milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's fun. Um, so guys, we watched a movie, didn't we? What movie did we watch? The Alan Parsons Project. Yes, the yep. Alan Parsons Project, I a mean, fan favorite. The Jane Goodall Project, the the Jenny Project. The Jenny Project, yes. 2001 DCOM about a monkey. I thought it would have something to do with Jane Goodall, but I guess it doesn't. I don't know. No, I mean, I watched the whole movie, and Jane Goodall wasn't in it. Okay, thank you, resident Jenny Project expert, Ryan Matz. You're welcome. But before we get into that, we are called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. It's because we get tipsy. Uh, and if I didn't have COVID for the second time, you better believe I would be drinking whatever it is that James has got prepared for us because he makes a tasty drink every and if time. if I didn't have a drinking problem, I'd be drinking, probably. <laughs> James, what do we got? Well, the drink for today, there's actually a drink that has Jenny in the name. <coughs> oh, It's called a Blonde's Jenny. Uh, oh, okay. That is not the Jenny in this movie. The Jenny in this movie is, is a chimpanzee. She's a brunette. She's a brunette. 
Yes, first and foremost, a, a brunette in a diaper. <laughs> oh, That's oh, what they called me in high school. <laughs> Give me that number. <laughs> well, so a blonde Jenny, which we're going to use for this one, uh, is basically like a martini with a little bit of, of orange thrown in there. So a martini is gin and vermouth, um, but you throw it. So this one's a, the, the ratios are a little bit different. So it's an ounce and a half of vermouth. So it's dry vermouth, too. Uh, half an ounce of orange juice, a little bit of orange bitters, and then half an ounce of gin. So it's actually more vermouth than gin to kind of even it out. Uh, and you stir that baby around. I, I'll drink it on the ice, but if it was proper, strain it and don't drink it on the ice. Just shake it and chill it and put it right in the cup. Sounds like I would drink about four to eight of those if I mm-hmm. could. Olive or no olive? On this one, I would go no olive, but you could throw a little orange slice in there. You could throw a little apple slice. Apple slice? Yeah, Jenny like apple. Jenny like apple. Give Jenny apple. But do you guys cool. want to know what I signed when I uh, I did my intro? Oh, yeah. Oh, what? I said, I love poison. Oh, that's I what poison is? I learned the sign is? for poison, and it's also the same sign as for bones. Wow. <laughs> Oh, so you basically Wait. cross your two, like you you cross your two wrists, oh. like you're touching your shoulder, and your two your pointer and your middle finger knuckles point out, and you tap it a little bit, and that's I, both poison and bones. Depending, I get it. On the it's context. like cross. It's like the crossbones, like exactly the, like the, the XXX cool. crossbone thing. Oh, yep. okay, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. And love, love obviously is like give yourself a little hug, a little poison hug. Yeah. I love bones. Yeah. I'm also saying that. Hey, listeners, if you love bones and you love poison, you want to put this poison in you, uh, make this drink and try it out. Uh, We're going to post it on our Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. Uh, You can try it out. You can let us know how it was by DMing us. um, Or you could just DM me to tell me to feel better because I'm sick. When this comes out, I probably won't be. But they say COVID never leaves you. They say it's like a, it's like it's like ringworm or or a you know, or just your 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 repressed childhood memories. Toxoplasmosis, uh, trichinosis, Lyme um, disease. Yep. Autoimmunodeficiency syndrome. Mm, HPV. Yep. It's shingles. Yeah. Hepatitis. <laughs> what else? Um. Uh, herpes bo- bone aching disease yep yeah bonitis yeah mm, bonitis um gingivitis yeah that yep. that really never leaves you stepping in monkey pee that that never goes away yeah i mean was it urine or was it just slop from the kitchen I, mad cow disease i well i assumed one. he stepped in in monkey urine i thought it was a tomato because it was slippy and it was like brownish. So unless Jenny, has, I re- I thought it was poo. Unless Jenny has muscle damage from working out too much and her piss is brown. Um, <laughs> hey, you never know. Is <laughs> rhabdomyolysis? Yeah. All right, all right. Um, who wants to Who wants to drop the plot? Who I wants don't. to give us the the elevator pitch for the Jenny project? Um, I'll give you the elevator pitch. This movie is bullshit. Whoa, 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 hold on. I don't think that's how they sold it. Or maybe it is how they sold it. I don't know. Hey, listen. Uh, could you be more specific as to the form of the bullshit? Um, okay, so an ape goes to live with the family of a professor, and uh, it gets wacky. <laughs> and then someone comes and is like, you can't be here. You need to go away. Yeah, I mean, and I, Monkey says, give Jenny Apple. I don't really feel like I need to summarize it beyond that because it's just like exactly what you'd expect from a movie where an ape goes to live with a family, especially the family of a scientist. But yeah. I guess I guess if we want to go a little bit further, basically um, the father in this movie is a scientist who studies uh, primates. Um, he was living in the bush in Africa for quite some time. Um, he helped to save a, uh, an ape whose uh, mother had been killed by poachers and brings her back to the United States. And the ape lives with the family. And at first, everybody's like, what the fuck, dad? But eventually, they all fall in love with this creature. Um, this is the part where the, the chaos ensues. Um, eventually, the family is threatened with having their ape friend taken away, which ultimately does happen. 
Um, and then spoiler alert, um, the ape comes back and then they all go to Africa and uh, the ape lives happily ever after. And um, the family gets caught up in a civil war and is uh, beheaded and behanded by uh, gorillas. <laughs> Like yeah, a, I was really surprised to see that happen. Yeah, yeah, human. Even gorillas. even like the seven the year old fighters, girl, yeah. they just they yeah. they showed that on camera. They show yeah. it all. Decapitation and um, amputation. It was it was pretty brutal. Yeah, that was some crazy shit. So yeah, that's that's the story. Uh, cool. Thanks, Ryan. Um, Show's over. For those of you who are decom fans, this movie's got a few faces, which is nice. Um, the kid, the main child lead, is the kid from uh, Full Court uh, Full Court Miracle. Alex Lenz. Uh, Yep, Alex Lins. Uh The dad is the the boyfriend in uh, Stepsister from Planet Weird. Cosmo Cola. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> otherwise known as Lance Guest, huh. which is a very funny name. Our guest today is Lance Guest. <laughs> Hi, I'm the guest. <laughs> um, and also the mailman, who's not a decom guy, but it's um, it's Sully from Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's fun. Yeah, I could talk about the mailman for the remainder of this podcast. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's nice. He looks like he is made out of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody just paper mache a, a person and then cut like two eye holes. He's like got a, the flattest head of yeah. he human person. Looks like he is filled with milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he's, know he's how a, his hair is real though. Like it's it's amazingly flat. It is you could use it as a level. His hair is still yeah. like that in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, it's he must the, have same the same hairstyle. Yeah. It's it's like it's like the the soldier in the soldier toy in Small Soldiers. Mm. Mm-hmm. If anyone remembers yeah. that movie? He looks mm-hmm. like um, the brother Buzz from Home Alone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, he looks like a Halloween mat, like someone turned inside out a Halloween mask <laughs> and, and wore it that way. Yeah, he looks like a life mask or a death mask. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a, he's the CPR dummy. Yeah. <laughs> CPR That's the mail, dummy. Frank? Frank's his name in this. Yeah. I didn't even know that was his name. Frank I've just been freak. calling him the mailman. Frank the Freak. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call him back at the post office. Yeah, you don't want to know what he room. does with the mail. Mm-mm. Well, he uh, he desecrates it clearly because that yep. is a plot point in, the, in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I like his cute little shorts. Yeah, yeah. It's when it's back. when the movie goes from like feel good family comedy to courtroom drama. Yeah, so yeah. fast too. Um, but you know they had to do something. No Disney movie has ever had a third act that made sense. Very true. They just kind of have to go for it. Um, this was based on a book, though, we should say, right? Wasn't it a short story or a yes, book? It was a book. Yeah, it was a book called Jenny. Um, yeah. No idea whether it was real or fake. I assume it was a novel. If you had a monkey, would you name, what would you name that monkey? Uh, Lucifer. Mm. A monkey or a chimp? A chimp. A chimp. Because yeah, characters in this they, movie right. made they that They must have specified mistake. like 20 times in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would name it Lance Guest. It's <laughs> a good name. Uh, Lloyd. Lloyd. Oh, these yeah. are all like people names. Lloyd's yeah. Well, chimp. apes are are human enough. No, I know that. I mean, creationism. Yeah, I think every time I saw Jenny wear a dress or any human clothing, I was just like, "That's cool." <laughs> yeah. I thought it was fucked up. Really? Yeah. I mean, I could probably spend the whole entire time of this podcast talking about my ethical issues with the fact that they have a chimp <laughs> in this movie um but yeah like when they had the chimp dressed as a person i was like look i get that it's a movie but it's still fucked up it was odd i would name the chimp bubbles after yeah the best chimp of one. all time <laughs> michael jackson's um, chimp yeah what i and what was he doing with that chimp uh just walking around with it Hanging out in Neverland, baby. Very normal stuff. Very normal. Also, he bought the elephant man's bones. Really? Not Michael his Jackson. Bones? His, his bones? Chimp, I'm signing bones. bones right now. Yeah. The only reason I know that is because of the Fall of Troy song, Wacko Jacko Steals the Elephant Man's Bones. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, you're really throwing me back. That's a true story. Little FCP sits gap, gap, gap. Well, the I think the ethical implications of this movie, I couldn't help but think. So this is a baby monkey. Like you can tell, I I think it's a juvenile monkey. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but think every time that the kids were next to it, filming with it, how incredibly dangerous that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like monkey chimps rip faces off of people. Yeah. It happened in yeah. Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, my wife, who is from there, talks about that <laughs> all the time. Yeah, that's a well-documented uh, face-tearing incident by uh, a chimp. Mm-hmm. They rip um, your face off, they bite your fingers off, and they also rip your genitals off. Yeah, though it's just standard operating say, procedure. Two, so there were two monkeys who did this, and one of them had excellent comedic timing. There's this one scene towards the beginning where the monkey first comes home, and nobody really wants the monkey there. Um, where the boy is is just is sitting next to the monkey on the porch, and like they do they do this thing. There's back and forth where like. He looks at the monkey and the monkey looks away. And then the monkey looks at him and he looks away. And and they did that like yeah. five times in a row in one shot. It was, you know, like kind of impressive that the monkey was able to do that. It was pretty it's just it's called it's called piece of food behind the camera. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the monkey is just a, a, a union worker and the <laughs> monkey is trained to do this. Uh, and Brendan, how dare you uh, discredit the work that this monkey has done to get here. This monkey put in its days, paid its dues, uh, and is now on its union-mandated break so that it could uh, eat its lunch in the middle of filming. Counterpoint, if that were true, the name of the ape would be featured on IMDb and Wikipedia, which it's not. I, I was just about to ask, what's the name of the, of the, ac- of the actress? I can't find anything about this, um, this non-person human. There were two of them. Uh, their names are in the credits, and I do not remember what they were. I should have wrote them down. Zozo and Bobo. <laughs> Ryan, you're being monkeyist. Dude, it's an ape, all right? If you actually gave a shit about primate lives, you would be personing them correctly. Oh, uh... I just I just look... I, there's an, a, a factual error in this movie, because I just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you, Brennan. This movie? You're telling me that this movie lies to children? No way. One of the was there's so there's a woman who works for a research lab and she wants the monkey and the family's like I don't know we kind of like having the monkey yes. around. This is Doctor Pam Prentice you're referring to. It's Doctor right. Pam Prentice, and she's like I'll give you seventy thousand dollars for the monkey, and they're like No, really, it's okay. And then she's like Well, monkeys. Uh, you know, if the monkey lives in the suburbs, the monkey isn't going to last very long. The chimp isn't going to last very long. And I just looked it up. Chimps live 33 years in the wild and 50 to 6 years under human care. Yep. So oh, wow. That felt a little gaslighty. Yeah, that's like not even that far from the average human lifespan. Gaslight girl boss gatekeep. Yeah. <laughs> well, they she was very um like condescending to them like the monkey the i keep saying monkey the chimp jenny was like eating candy and they were and she was like um feed your kids that junk not the chimp like she was really rude yeah she was just jealous that dr hugo maplethorpe or whatever his name was had a family and she didn't yeah and you know what I think because of that, she was actually an excellent decom antagonist. Like she was just perfectly callous and not actually a bad person. Like, I mean, a, yeah. a, a, a scientist who's not emotionally connected to this ape and is just doing her job and doesn't really care that she's shitting on this dumb family along the way. <laughs> And because you could understand her motivations, I think that actually makes her a good villain. Unlike, you know, all of the stupid antagonists we've seen. Yeah, I agree with you. And actually, I will say that the characters in this movie were fairly solid, too, just as far as DCOM characters go. Like, by the same token that she was a good villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know what? While we're on the topic of characters, let's let's talk about Hugo Archibald. Dr. Oh. Hugo Archibald, the dad. Um who, and I, I think I've said this a lot, but may actually be the shittiest dad we've ever seen. No kidding. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Got to agree. So, so the first 
to our first meeting with him, he's coming home from at, from his you know assignment in Africa. He was supposed to be there for three, or he told his wife he'd be there for three months. He was there for eight. Yep. He comes home, and he's he's you know he surprises them with a monkey, and the he first surprises them he, with his presence too. He doesn't tell them he's going to come home, and he just shows the fuck up. Yeah, also shitty. <laughs> Um, to be fair, he might've said it. And his wife was just like, I stopped reading your letters after the third one. Cause I knew you weren't coming home, uh, which is fair. Fuck. Um, but then the first, the first two things he tells his wife is that I'm not going back to Africa and I'm going to find somewhere else to keep this monkey, this ape. Sorry. Um, and then the next two things he does is say immediately to his co- colleague that he's going to go back to Africa and, also, in that you know, in that same day, decides that he's not going to give away this monkey, ape. God, oh my God, wow! You're fucked up, man. I, I don't know the it's difference. I, I I did not know the difference before watching this movie. I mean, like I I kind of knew, but I always just called them my monkeys. Well, look, I'll, I'll educate you later, even though it's not my job to educate you. But you are a good person. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're you're right. He immediately breaks both of his promises after being an absentee father and husband for about eight months. And his wife yeah. gave him an ultimatum. She said, it's the monkey or me. And he did choose the monkey. He did. Sorry. Yeah, he chose. Well, she, she did say that. Um, but uh, yeah, she should have left him. She should have. And I think she was getting ready to. She his probably would have like, I, I think the court would have fully supported her. Like he would not have had any custody. His kids also were like, you're just not here. Like they say to his face, they're like, you're just not around. Yeah. Oh my god. Go be um, with your Anna mules, dad. There was <laughs> there was one father-son conversation where the son says which was a heartbreaking line. You say you love us, but then you always leave. Which yeah. oh my truly heartbreaking. <laughs> like if if this if I cared about this movie, that would be really sad. <laughs> and his response to his son after his son said this was I'm not going to sit here and talk to someone who's not mature enough to listen. Oh, <laughs> shit. How old That's, is this kid? This Nine? Kid's like, tw- like 10, 11. Yeah. 12 at the oldest. I mean, he's old enough to have a growth spurt where the dad is like, you must have grown a foot. And the kid's like, it's just a couple of inches. But like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to mark the passage of time, too. Oh, son, you're growing. You're aging so much in the time that I've been gone. Yeah. Things you hope your your father doesn't have to say. Yeah, this is a a big stinking F for this dad. Yeah, so on the Disney Channel tipsy panel, we do a thing called the DCOM Dad Hour where we fail all the dads um, unless they really deserve to pass. And yeah, this motherfucker definitely deserves to fail. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's possibly a good person, but definitely a shitty father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. F. Yes. Big F. Dr. Hugo Big. Archibald. <laughs> how many how many dads have we passed? It can't be that many. Man. Um I mean, out of roughly 70, I mean, there's pretty much a dad in every single movie. Yeah. Um uh, we definitely have passed at least a dozen, I want to say. Yeah. I I'd, I'd say we definitely lean towards the the failing side. Yeah. Well, I would say that the it's more like a normal curve. Like most of them are just like passable. Like they're fine dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. I feel like we give a lot of like D's and C's. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if it, if this were like uh, you know like a grad school program, that's failing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rightfully. And so. you should you should be in grad school, dad school. Yeah, dad school is grad school. Yeah. You did the deed. Now be the dad. Hey, anyone can be a father, but it takes a man to be a dad. It, yeah. yeah, anyone can be a father, but it takes passing the bar on the Disney Channel Tipsy panel to be a dad. Yeah, right. You are. So, what do you think it's like going through customs with a with an ape? I mean. It- he puts the ape in a duffel bag. Yeah. 
And that's how you discover that it's a living creature in there is the duffel bag starts rolling around. So that thing travel the through. whole time? It's got to go through like an x-ray, right? Yeah. This is pre-9-11 also. I mean, this movie came out July True. 2001, so... Just barely. Just, right. yeah. But still, I mean, just barely is still pre-9-11. You could, yeah, you could probably wrap it up wrap up the ape like in a baby blanket you might Since... even be able to just like slap some sunglasses and a sun hat on mm-hmm. it and just let it walk through this is my infant daughter she doesn't have a passport <laughs> <laughs> good enough for me oh yeah go go ahead dr archibald i was gonna say this is uh not was this the uh the decom that was made closest to 9/11 or released closest to 9/11 and the answer is no there are two that are closer actually technically really? three oh my yeah. god so this is July of 2001 the next one that was released in August of 2001 is called Jumping Ship and that's with uh, the Lawrence brothers oh yeah that's the sequel to um the horse sense that's yep. not about the same movie at all yeah didn't know that uh and then there's the poof point uh, with, um, it's got Taj Mori. Taj Mori. Guess what date that came out? September tenth. Uh, well, it, yeah, two thousand and one. You okay, are well, not far off. Well, okay. Well, it 11? came out on. It would. It would have come out on a Friday, and nine yeah. eleven was on a Tuesday. So that would be like what September seventh. Uh, the next Friday, the fourteenth. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, yeah. Was was that the one where a plane hits the World Trade Center? No, you're thinking of 9-11. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, uh, you're thinking of Tiger Cruise. Oh, duh. We still haven't gotten to that one. 70, 73 episodes into this podcast, and we still haven't done Tiger Cruise. Yeah, well, we were going to release that one for the 20th anniversary of 9-11, but I was too busy um, never forgetting. No. One day. Never remember. That Never one's forget. that one's got big names too. That one's got Hayden Panettiere and Bill Pullman in it. Never it's so it's still I will never even when we watch it, I'll it'll still be so much more mind blowing that they even made it. I know. I've I've only seen one scene from it. I think I showed it to all of you. And it's a kid pretending to be like, ha ha ha, look at me. He's like on a he's standing on a bat on like an airship and he's pretending that like the wind is getting caught up in his jacket. And it's like ten seconds of him like waving his jacket around in front of a green screen and then he just falls and it's supposed to be like he fell off the airship. Nice. <laughs> the, the 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 craziest thing. Um absolutely wild. Uh can't wait to watch it. Yeah, so back to this other crazy movie that we watched. Um, you know, there's obviously stuff that, that we could continue to discuss, um, you know, like dissecting and analyzing the the um, sort of ethical implications and, and other things about the plot. But really, the whole plot of this movie, to me at least, was kind of just like monkey goes to the movies uh, yeah, yeah. Like, monkey harasses old woman. Monkey eats at the dinner table. Monkey yeah. drives mail car. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you guys want to talk about that? The, yeah, the, the monkey driving the mail car. That was yeah. sick. And and the monkey's enemy, which was Frank the mailman. Yeah, mailman is just classic enemy of the animals. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. What did the mail? What did the mail people ever do to get on the wrong side of the animal kingdom? We have to go to every single dog's house. That's oh, so yeah. they smell like all the other dogs. Okay, that actually makes sense. It's a good theory. No, I don't and know. Just go to all the dogs' houses. They're, stri- they're shapes that are strangers that walk up to your door. You don't know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and is. And they deliver bills. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes that. An- that's something animals care about. Animals and hate when their animals. owners have to pay money. Yeah. Unless we know there's that. two things that animals hate. It's Mondays and when their owners have to pay mon- money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they love lasagna. Hold on. Before yes. we go any further, I have to I have to tell everyone, mostly Brandon and Ryan, but also our liner- listeners about something that happened last weekend. So James was, I saw James last weekend and he was telling me that I need to watch uh, an SNL skit. And he was saying, 
Oh, you need to watch this SNL skit that John Mulaney was just in. It's called Monkey Judge. And then there's a pause and he says, it's about a monkey who becomes a judge. And I'm like, yeah, no, no it's okay, James. Like, <laughs> I, I understood that part because it's called Monkey Judge. Well, I just wanted to make <laughs> you sure. Have to explain that. <laughs> guys, guys, so I want you to watch this skit that A.D. Bryant was just in. It's called Feline Public Defender. And it's about I, an alligator who's a cop. Oh, okay. See, that's a twist. See, I never would have gotten that. See, that's that's subverting expectations. That's yeah. a that's a real you mystery. Guys, I, I have something I want you to watch. Yeah, it's called it? it's called This King of Staten Island. Uh-huh. And it's and it's streaming now on HBO Max. Okay. Okay. And it's a dog who lives in Chicago. (laughs) See, I never would have gotten that. Now that is a third act twist I can get behind. (laughs) Well, that they're giving you spoilers though. If the third act twist is that it's a dog that lives in Chicago, (laughs) he was having a dream the whole time. Ah, there you go. (laughs) He really had been hanged at the you know guys uh, Owl Creek. You know, I saw on TMZ they actually just reported. That uh, Pete Davidson was seen with the ape from this movie walking around New York City. Uh-oh. Oh, that's not a, that's not a nice thing to call Kim Kardashian. Oh, oh! damn, roasted. Well, got this, her. This little ape does have big lips, just like Kim. So they have that in common. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and they both wear diapers. Yeah, hell yeah. And the Kim looks sexy. like she's wearing a diaper. <laughs> Nah, bro. That that's just her butt. It looks like she has a full diaper. It's what men want, James. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just true. don't understand culture. They want the butt, yeah. bro. Yeah, we're it's in the true. age of the butt. Yeah, you want the. This is the age of Asquarius. Mm. Age of S. All right. Asquarius. I'm in my. I'm going diaper mode. Going diaper. <laughs> do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that lady, the NASA lady, who her like husband was cheating on her? Her boyfriend. And her boyfriend, and she drove from Houston to Florida. Oh yeah. And she she refused to stop. I don't know what she did about gas, but she wore diapers so she wouldn't have to take rest stops. Oh my yep. god, that's a long drive too. That's She's like probably that's like nineteen hours. Yeah, sure. Astra. Hey, how long does it take to drive from uh, Texas to Florida? Well, uh, nine hundred miles is how how long she drove. No, the answer is depends. Oh, oh. that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you earned that dab. Yeah, you earned that that signing poison. Poison, because <laughs> burned you. It's a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. <laughs> they made a movie about her, Lisa Novak. What's the movie called? The uh, movie the King is of Staten Island. <laughs> it's called yeah, exactly. <laughs> the movie's called Monkey Judge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's what it's about. Okay, see, yeah, that's yeah, a twist. yeah, yeah. That's a twist. And it stars Julia Fox as a dog. Hey, oh wait, I this movie had Natalie Portman in it. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, and John Hamm? <laughs> Wait, it, this is a real movie? I thought you were it's kidding. It's a box office bomb. It's called Lucy in the Sky. Um, oh, wait. Oh, wow. Fuck. I actually have heard of this. I assumed that had something to do with the Beatles. Oh, my God. The budget was over $21 million, and it oh. raked in about three twenty-five k. Wow. Oh, gotta see it. I got it. Reese Witherspoon. Oh my Reese god. Reese took a bath on this one. Oh, and yeah, Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats yeah. went to my college. Oh. Yeah. At the same time as me. It's not just like random. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She is all right. She's so beautiful. Mm hmm. Good just for like, her. No, I mean, not like good that she monkey. did that movie, but she's got like a ton of other box office hits. So good for her. Hey, guys. Did I, w- I want to ask because. I'm curious. At any point, did this movie make you actually laugh? It did for me once, and yes. it was unintentional. Yes. No, no. I, I did laugh, um, and I want to get everybody else's input before I reveal what made me laugh. Okay, I'll start. I'll start. Um, 
I think it was in that it was the start of that same conversation I brought up earlier with the father and son. Um, but you know, it's I assume it's meant to be kind of a heartfelt moment or you know a serious conversation. But it starts with the dad walking in and saying, "Look, Andrew, I never planned on raising a chimpanzee." <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was so ham-fisted that I had to laugh. Oh my god! <laughs> I must have missed that. Uh, that's because you're watching it like two and a half speed. Yeah, pretty much. And the the squeals of a chimpanzee at double speed. Let me tell you. Oh my god! That's a sound that will Oof. not leave my brain anytime. Hey, soon. is is there an equivalent of like the ape version of the Wilhelm scream? Because that's like all they do in this movie. <laughs> The the Jenny yeah. ululation. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ah, ah. What made you laugh, Ryan? Um, it was when uh, Frank the mailman was talking to Doctor Hugo, and he said something to the effect of, "Yeah, you know, it must be uh, p- pretty hard for uh, for oh. you to leave someone as attractive oh. as uh, Mrs. Yeah. Archibald home uh, alone all the time." <laughs> and, My God. Uh, Dr. Dr. Hugo was like, yeah, Frank, it is. <laughs> yeah, he's making a move on the mom. I laughed out loud when that part came up. That was making really a, great. Making a move on the mom through the husband. Yeah. Hey, bro, uh, you know, your wife's pretty sexy. I mean, he, to be fair, he know he knows two things. He knows that this guy was gone for eight months. And he also knows that he's planning on leaving again. So he, he, it doesn't matter what he says because he knows this husband is gone. He knows, he knows three things. He knows that the guy was gone, that he's going to be gone again, and that his wife is hot. <laughs> right. Yes, of course. Sorry. Forgot about that one. But he also actually he knows four things. He knows that the guy also has dangerous animals because Frank <laughs> says that the, the, he still has the scar from that lizard. Like he keep reference. He's continues to reference some lizard that we never hear about otherwise what was what was that creature though because they constantly say it's not a lizard does it did anyone catch what it was not at all no me neither probably a gila monster or something yeah komodo Uh, dragon yeah which unrelated to anything gila monster is one of the coolest fucking names for an animal yeah truly yeah also komodo dragon yeah that's cool too both of those rock when I was a kid, I did originally think that Komodo dragons were fake because all dragons were fake. And then when I found out they were real, I was blown away. I think uh, I think if I had to... Like, Frank in this movie, he is so awkward, and so, but, like, aggressively. Like, there's another... There's that whole scene where he's like, yeah, it must be tough leaving such an attractive woman alone. And then he's talking to the kid, and he's basically like, "Yeah, the whole the whole school's probably gonna like make fun of you. You're gonna be weird." He just like calls people out on their shit. Like, I, he was actually my f bomb when he, when he just because he'll say that stuff, and they'll be like, "Okay, thanks, Frank." He's like, "Yeah, no, they're you're really weird. Like, they they're probably gonna hate you." Like, like hit my f bomb for him was just him going, "Your whole family's fucked up." I gotta tell you, man. Like, they're, it's really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and he's not wrong. No, he'd be absolutely right. Still wants to get it in with the mom, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should we just go into it then? Decom F-bomb? I think it's time. For those of you who don't know, if any of these movies were rated PG-13, the writers were yet to insert the word fuck just once. Yeah. And that's Um, the premise of this little skit here. Yeah. My decom f bomb happened what in what was technically a montage, but the sound editing was so bad that it might as well not have been. <laughs> um, it uh, Alex is no, his name is Andrew. Andrew is giving a class report about chimpanzees, and he's in the front of the class. He's standing there. This is you know like sixth grade. He's reading off of you know some loose leaf paper, talking about how monkeys and humans have the same blood or some shit. And then the dad walks in in the back holding Jenny and, you know, like one kid turns around to see and then Andrew like points it out. But if this were a real middle school, that one kid who turned around would say, holy fuck, a monkey. And another kid would say, it's fucking chimp. (laughs) And then they'd start fighting about the taxonomy of 
apes. Kids uh, love as doing children that. Children do. Yep, love to argue about King Philip came over for great sex. <laughs> um, mine is when the monkey gets loose and is terrorizing the neighborhood, and then you have a priest, uh, working on his sermon. <sighs> And he gets distracted, and he's just like, I'm never going to finish this fucking sermon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Or when he sees his wife is like being harassed by Jenny, and he's like, not my fucking problem. Yeah, well, that's what happens <laughs> with uh, with our our failing father, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the monkey's throwing, the, the chimp is throwing groceries at his at his beautiful wife and he's just like looking out of the window not <laughs> not really reacting it's a weird shot too there's like shadows on him like he's supposed to be forlorn yeah it looks like an album cover from yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a simon and garfunkel cover yeah pretty much he does kind of look like garfunkel yeah pretty much um so i think my decom f-bomb would come at the very beginning of the movie actually just to set the tone um when uh jenny's mother is shot by the poachers with an arrow and um uh hugo is like yeah i'm not a medical doctor i'm I'm just a phd and uh proceeds to pull the arrow out of the chin <laughs> which you're not supposed to do and um one of his local guides would have been like hugo what the fuck? You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's clearly not a doctor. He, oh, th- this animal's been impaled by, by a projectile? Oh, let me just remove it. You know, this is exactly the scenario that Ben Shapiro was talking about when he said that PhDs shouldn't claim to be doctors. <laughs> he- Tell that to Jill Biden. Yeah, doctor. That's Doctor Jill Biden. That's Doctor Jill Biden. And tell that to Bill Cosby. That's Doctor Bill Cosby, (laughs) James. Tell that to Shaquille O'Neal. That's Shaq to you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't disrespect Shaq. I would never. Tell that to Doctor Lonnie Smith, who's really just an organ player. (laughs) Doctor Funkadelic. Doctor Fuck. That's me, baby. What like? (laughs) What does Joe Biden have veneers? Probably. Of course. I can't imagine any of those teeth are real. Look at his teeth. Should call him Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe you just said that. (laughs) I can say he's our oldest president ever. Yeah. Love to have love to have the golden generation representing us in office. Feels great. He's he's a um He's like an armature with uh, like wax paper stretched over it. Armature. <laughs> Damn. All right. Adam. Look um, at those teeth. I, I feel like. Sorry. This is not what this podcast is about. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., everybody. <laughs> I think that there's not a ton else to say about this movie, but we do have to talk about the courtroom scene because it's maybe like the the worst acted, worst directed thing I've seen in a very long time in one of these movies. Yeah, that was yep. what I like to call the nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah. I think we should make that a new segment. What was the nail in the coffin for you when you decided that you hated this movie? Yeah, and the breaking me, point. When when did you the courtroom scene? When did you take out your phone and stop looking at the movie for the rest of its duration? Oh, I mean, for me, that was like when Doctor Hugo arrived back in America. But when did I decide that I abhorred this movie? It was the courtroom scene. That's yeah. That's that's fair. So the courtroom. So the courtroom scene is. Je- is what's his name it's the mailman versus jenny uh now the judge has no idea who either of these people are i'm pretty sure judges are supposed to know what's about to happen in a courtroom but this judge has no idea um frank comes in um and then the def- the supposed defendant is late um I, I think the first thing i should say is that the judge doesn't know how to say defendant uh she's sitting there saying defendant yeah. Which I don't think anyone has ever said. Uh, I suspect this judge comes, this actress comes from the theater um, where you just have to enunciate. Uh, and she's also mm. not a good actor. No, uh, she's not. Hate to say it. 
Oh, and speaking um, of nine eleven, the actress died on nine eleven. Not 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 really? 9-11-01. Not it was nine eleven twenty twenty one. So <laughs> IMDB <laughs> says she died September twelfth. IMDB's wrong, bro. Okay. I believe you. Ryan knew her well. Her yeah. Ryan was there. You knew her, her biblically. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, anyway. this sets up the comedic timing for um who's the defendant says the judge and then in comes the mother no in comes hugo with hugo the the monkey with the ape ape, with jenny i'm sorry um and then no sound is made and the judge just goes gavel 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 order order right and now they uh the monkey uh, the ape takes the stand and is sworn in and has to speak sign language with the interpreter that this ape has never met before and communicate why she attacked the mailman. And they said a couple scenes before, they were like, she knows a hundred words in sign language, Mm -hmm. which is impressive for an ape, but not enough to take the stand. No, definitely not. Right. If I knew 100 words, you couldn't trust me to do really anything. Yeah. 100 words. That's probably what like maybe a like a 15-month-old, a like an 18-month-old child yeah. and they would not be expected to take the stands. Nope. I mean, 15 or 18 months, I don't know. That's a lot of words for a thing that was born like less than two years ago. I mean, when do people, when do babies start talking? I don't look, know. Even if it was th- a three year old, even if it was a five year old, even if it was a six or a seven year old, like you still wouldn't trust a, a child that young to take the stand. Yeah. Also, like, also like as a defendant. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's another reason it was fucked up because this this thing is clearly not um, of of sound mind f- for a lot of reasons. But yeah, it's certainly if, not enough to de- like defend itself in a court of law. Like, where yeah. was the ape's lawyer? Yeah, Look, yeah. Also, good question. Was Hugo. And where was Frank's lawyer? <laughs> he was yeah. representing himself because he's mentally ill. And didn't he say this is chimpanzee court? And he was kind of right. Yeah, he was absolutely right. Just yeah. sell sell the animal for seventy thousand dollars and settle out of court. Yeah, all all of your problems will be solved. Movie over. Yeah, well, I mean, the movie would have been us. over if they just sent Jenny to a zoo. Like, I don't a see zoo? why that, that never even came up. Yeah, no, not a zoo. They, I mean, yeah, there. Are, I, nice I have problems with zoos, obviously, but you've upstate. already brought an ape illegally into this country across federal lines. You don't have much of a choice. But the word zoo is not even said in this movie. I know where Jenny uh, needs to go. The where? butcher. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Get some monkey stew. The bushmeat store. <laughs> <laughs> well, they... I mean, should we jump ahead to the end? Like, please, please. So you're right, Brandon. Like, they don't mention the zoo. And what they do with Jenny instead is reintroduce her back into the wild where there is zero shot she would be okay. Yeah, Jenny's going to try speaking in sign language to these other apes who will Way not too domesticated. and will shun her. Way too domesticated to go back into the wild, but they just do it. Yeah, which is it's some bullshit pseudoscience. Like, oh, uh, primates who've been domesticated can't go back into the wild unless you find their family. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you could tell you find their cousins. I know plenty of human families that won't take people back, let alone yeah. ape families. Yeah, yeah, back, she's back that in the scene United where the states. I had siblings and I ate at a dinner table, and the other <laughs> apes are like, "Fuck you." Guys, it's my birthday. Where's the birthday cake? <laughs> let me pour, let me slop it up. Let me pour water on my birthday cake. Well, sloppy cakes. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell like I just I just couldn't help but think of the danger in here. Like you can tell there's that scene when they bring Jenny back with her family and they start playing and they cut away because the chimps start to get really rough with each other. 
<laughs> like they start pulling each other's heads. Like you can see them do it just a little bit, and then they cut away to yeah, like them yeah. just jumping. But like, like they're about to get aggressive. How many times do you think they had to cut because the monkeys started flinging shit at each other? Well, maybe that's oh. why that whole scene was so slow. Like, oh I, my god, I watched that scene at one and a half speed, and I was like, holy shit! Imagine this scene at regular speed. It was like. Five minutes of like slowed down footage of the ape like looking towards the camera. It was dreadful at regular speed. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't surprise. I thought the player was lagging, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, one other thing, I want to talk about the score really quick of this movie because it's 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 somber. Mm -hmm. It it sounded a lot like when. Simba loses his way and he goes into the middle of the of the plane and like talks to Mufasa in the sky. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. like it was it was that music. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. But then like when it's when it's like monkey not monkey ape hijinks time, it's like Sonic Adventure 2 battle soundtrack. Like it's just like it's like long guitar licks like wow now 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 it's rolling that's around all it. at the speed of sound. <laughs> yeah, you 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 pressed a button for me. That soundtrack's my shit. I could yeah. I could go all day. <laughs> or Sonic Dream. It's I, I any Sonic 3D Sonic game. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. what it is. Like get that like you know that guitar sound. Like Power Punk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like a lot of these Disney movies have that same yeah. guitar sound, probably the same session guitarist. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you, we. I look through the credits on all of these, and I see the same thirty names every single time. <clears throat> this one was actually filmed in San Diego, and I still saw a whole bunch of the same people. It's Shocker. really new, actually. Have we had one that's that's been filmed there before i don't think so i don't know we get a lot of you know we get a lot of utah a lot of uh just i guess the the hollywood oceana um, yeah vancouver we have a lot of yeah vancouver, we've Toronto. we've actually i think we've had more like australia and new zealand than we've had san diego yeah well, i guess like, that's kind of cool it's novel just like the coronavirus that you have? <laughs> yeah, it's not novel anymore because I've had it twice. It's the sequel. That joke it's... is also not novel. You've, you've made that joke twice. Yeah, but it was before we started recording, so don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, I think we're just about done. Yeah. Anything else? I just want to remind everyone about Joe Biden. <laughs> I feel like we I feel like we really glossed over it. <laughs> we didn't, but it's still funny. So thanks speaking, for bringing it up speaking again. Speaking of jokes said twice. That's anyone listening, you're allowed to use that. You're allowed to try to bring up his teeth in an organic way the next time <laughs> politics come up. Dr. And Jill then, biting. And then go, wow, those teeth, we should call him Joe Biting. He do be biting. I feel Just like, like his dog, Major Biting. Yep. Hey. I feel yeah, like so a, much has happened. The news cycle is just like a a mushy blur at this point. But there was wasn't didn't like his teeth. Like people thought his teeth were falling out in a debate or something. Do you guys remember that? No, I do. I do remember that. He just had all the. Yeah, I actually do remember that. This was so long ago, though. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean that that it could have honestly been 2016. Um. Mm. I, I, was, Maybe. Um. No, he didn't run in 2016. All right, all right. If if we're just talking about Joe Biden, I think we're ready to stop talking about this movie. Let's rate this movie. Let's get out of here. I need some tea and a nap. Yes. All right. We all do. For those of you who don't know, our rating system for these movies is very simple. It's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down. That's it. So, what do we think? All right. I picked this movie because James loves Coco the Gorilla. So I thought, hey, this would be fun because James Mm -hmm. loves Coco the Gorilla. And this is about an ape who who speaks sign language. But I was massively undersold on the sign language thing. I mean, I thought we were going to get scenes of like the chimp goes to school. Yeah. And like, Mm. you know, like I mean, the chimp did go to school. Yeah, The chimp went to school, but I just meant like 
as you know and poses as a student oh, you mean chimp like, with the backwards hat uh chimp carrying a binder yeah. mm. uh uh-huh. chimp uh-huh. chimp shooting a spitball up at the teacher yeah chimp yeah in the lunchroom with a tray the lunch lady slops banana pudding on the tray chimp starts yeah. a food fight with the bully yeah, yeah. Chimp exactly. throws. Chimp tries to throw the banana pudding at the mean kid, but actually hits the boy's crush. Yeah, right. Exactly. We could have written they, a better movie. Yeah, and we just did. You just did. Um, anyway, there's none of that. I apologize for picking such a such a downer. Uh, thumbs down. Cool. Well, it's with a heavy heart that I'll continue this discussion. And <laughs> I don't think there's a lot to be said that we haven't already said. I mean, the the courtroom scene, if that was enough to do it for me, there was really not a whole lot that was um, redeemable in the rest of this movie. Um, a waste of my fucking time. More so than usual, I think. Um, no offense, Brennan. Um, I know you. I know you had good intentions when you picked this one, but um, yeah, I'd I'd rather have watched um, at one and a half speed, ninety minutes of of videos of Coco the gorilla on YouTube. Hmm. I think um, I would have rather put pins in my eyes than watch this shit. <laughs> I would rather eat um, leaves and grass than than watch this movie. Thumbs I would down. for sure rather wear a diaper. Thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would prefer to wear a diaper and often do. Um, I you know you you I do love Coco the Gorilla. I love me a chimp movie. I love the I love Ed starring Matt LeBlanc with a chimp. It's a baseball movie. <laughs> if you've never seen it, wait it's fucking, what? Wow. Hold on. There's a movie called Ed with Matt LeBlanc and a chimp. I feel like I've heard of this. It's a baseball oh movie. God. I love Most wow. Valuable Primate, Most Valuable Primate 2. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Ed with Matt LeBlanc. Jesus, we got to watch that movie. Um, yeah, please. 1996. But, Wait, when did Friends come out? Oh, during? It came out in 94? Okay. Yeah, it was it was mid-Friends. This, this is clearly like an animatronic monkey, too. I, I don't remember a thing about the movie other than it was a chimp in baseball. Can I read you this line from Wikipedia? The film received negative reviews from critics with a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think I've ever seen a 0 before. Wow, that's pretty bad. It's very bad. He plays third base, too. I don't know much about baseball, but I think that's pretty important. That's the hot corner. Yeah, that's a a very important position. (laughs) Anyway. Wright played it. So so I love a good chimp movie. Uh, This movie was not one of those. It it was a uh, hot pile of chimp poop. I give it a thumbs down. Yeah. This movie All did right. a number two on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> yeah. All oh, right. my God. That's a lie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so uh, about about 20 minutes into this movie, I wrote down a note, and I wrote, I am torn. While this is the shittiest dad I've ever seen, and I don't really care about anyone here, uh, the monkey do be funny. And as Brian will tell you, uh, it's not a monkey. It's an ape. And I know that now. And I apologize for all my sins and transgressions against apedom. Um, but then after this movie, I realized, like Ryan's also said, that I could just go on YouTube and I could watch funny videos of chimps doing stuff. Uh, have any of you mm. seen that video? I think it's an orangutan. It's a guy sitting with an orangutan and like doing a little magic trick and it's like he take yeah he takes one of those like one of those like spiky balls from a tree and he like puts it in a cup and then he like secretly like squirrels it away and then shakes the cup around and shows the monk the the ape again and it's gone and then it just and then the the monkey just cracks up yeah it it makes these facial expressions that even some of the best uh actors couldn't hope to do i mean it's just like it, it's worth the watch and it, even if you watched on repeat for as long as this movie actually runs for it would be it'd be much more worth it oh brandon thank you for pulling it up right now yeah so this video is like 30 seconds long and it's truly incredible 
some of the best cinema I've ever seen. Oh, okay, he's gonna show that the ball's gone, and this ape goes wild. Oh, oh man, gosh. so good. This video gets a big thumbs up from me, but the Jenny Project, thumbs down. This this video of of the orangutan being amused it, it's like a genre i've seen other videos and i was actually thinking of a different one like a guy does a magic trick and the thing loses its mind that's so good yeah they're just like us i don't know if it's like actually us. true that we can exchange blood with them like andrew said in the movie but no. don't uh wouldn't count on it yeah i'm not gonna be the first one to try yeah that's how the novel coronavirus disease came to be mm-hmm. cool love it loves to see it love to exchange blood so that's uh, the the conspiracy theory podcast, folks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, hey, if you have your own thoughts on the Jenny Project, let us let us know. Uh, you can email us at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. You can follow us on Twitter at Tipsy Panel, or you can call the DCTP hotline. 914-863-1613. Give us a shout us, and give us your best Jenny impression. You want to tell us that COVID-19 is a hoax? Don't do that because Brandon has it. Yeah, no, you could still try. I think it would be kind of funny. Just like having COVID-19 is funny. Yeah, really funny. I, I have gone a whole hour without blowing my nose and I don't know how I made it. That's chuggy. Yeah. All right. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next time. We'll have another decom for you. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. Wow. Where are the cough drops? Sounds good. Yeah, feels great. You You're not going to be able to talk tomorrow. No, no, I will not. But it's fine. I don't think I have to. You did well. Thank you. <laughs> I, was waiting, I, kept looking. I, was, I was waiting for that payoff the whole... I, that video was and, so long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we stop rolling? Stop yep. rolling.